1: all right let's have at it sportsbook radio from the KSHB studios in las vegas brian blessing stevie slapshot mike lewis gonna join us from the sun coast and we're gonna get a little update dr nick Spirtos, a renowned surgeon here in las vegas and a guy who knows his sports by the way is gonna chime in on tigers recovery and the nfl looking into cbd as a way to get these guys away from the opioids and And I think it'll be an interesting discussion because the NFL is now just like they're embracing the sports betting thing, Stevie. They're they're more adaptable and flexible on life after football and doing what's right by these guys. And it's just how things have changed in the last 30, 40 years in the NFL. I mean, it used to be, you know players would be on the field down and hurt. and The team doctor would be coming out to him. This guy would come up and run away. (laughs) You know, I mean, so they, and it used to be give a guy a shot or whatever and get him back in the lineup at all costs. I think they do a much, with the concussion protocol, you know, you're not ready to go. You're not going in the past. They'd send them out there. Right. Greenies are gone. Everybody, you know, baseball, football,
2: whatever it was, they were all popping greens. I, I'm really interested to talk. Now, this is not Dr. Nick from the Simpsons, right? It's Dr. It's Nick, but not that Dr. It's Nick. It's Dr. Nick. All right. I'm, I'm interested because, again, I, I've i got a minor back issue. In fact, it it stiffened up on me last night. I rubbed the CBD cream, cream on it, and it's gone. It,
1: it, it's amazing. Um,
2: I think it's a good thing for the NFL to look into this.
1: Because I've had no guys, side effects from any of this stuff. But, we, that I use. but no, no, no. We but we talk about these guys living in an ice tub. right? You know, it's unbelievable. Uh, as we soldier on, let's just start with this. Like I'm dumb, but I'm not stupid. I could argue that Comment, not required. The reading between the lines and and a common sense approach to sports betting. Okay. I got this one right, okay? I got a lot wrong. I mean, full disclosure. But it was one of these things. Steve, yesterday, if you do remember, do you pay attention when we do the show? Do you listen I, at all?
2: I try not to, but, but maybe
1: I maybe. But this. But you actually on. agreed and said, hey, that makes sense. Let's see <laughs> if it happens. Remember I said Charlotte played Utah. Right. And I wonder if teams after a team like Utah, because I went and looked at the teams that had been playing Utah, the game after they played Utah, the, for the majority of them, played really, really well. Sure. Okay. Well, last night, Charlotte, I believe, well, they were a dog.
2: I think they remember were, were they had eight, 10 point dog? I don't remember. I, I, I wasn't working last night. I don't Well, I don't Charlotte
1: remember. went to Phoenix and won 124, 121. Okay. So I, I there's like a moral to the story here. It worked in this instance, but it had worked in some of the sub- previous games I had gone back to look at. Mm-hmm. But that made sense. You know, when you're, I guess the, the point of the matter is with this, we're talking about sports betting shows, you have your power ratings and numbers and. You know me. Don't get me going on analytics. But all of it's a piece of the puzzle. But I guess sometimes it's like, don't overthink it sometimes. It's like, is there such a thing as a common sense approach? Yeah, sure. Sometimes it looks too good to be true, and sometimes the number's telling you something. But sometimes, don't overthink it. So in my handicapping anyway, Brian, I like it
2: a lot more. I like it a lot. They were a 10-point dog in one by 3 when the team that I am going to play is coming off a loss and the team that I'm going against is coming off a win. And the more wins and the more losses that those teams are coming off of, the more I like the wager. Because the team coming off the loss is, mo- is much more motivated, right? They're, they're, they they want to get off the schneid, right? As, a, as opposed to feeling ha- fat and happy if they're off like five wins.
1: Oh, we can just go out there and, and beat this team. Okay, I threw a bunch of... Vanilla, but, but like foundational, situational things in hockey. When it, you're starting a new series, mm-hmm. before they get to know hate each other. Over in the first game, under in the second game. Mm-hmm. Team that lost the first game, you take a long hard look at them. But the other two that are actually really working good. I'm St. Louis has been playing horrible at home. They're going on the road to San Jose, okay. starting a six whatever, a six or a seven game road trip. Teams want to get a road trip off to a good start. Mm-hmm. And if they're on the road for a long time, that last game, they have checked out mentally. They want to get the hell home. And it, what does that have to do with what's going on on the field of play? You know what I mean? So much of this is you got to try to get between the ears of these guys. Yeah. Well, uh, well, we're all human beings, Brian. As, as, as you've
2: said, we we talk about them like they're chess pieces. They're human beings. So uh, when, when you're thinking about uh, you know, going on the road trip and getting it off to a good start. That, that's a human emotion. When you're at the end of that road trip and you're thinking about your kids and your wife and you want to get back home, that's a human emotion that plays into this. All oh, fun to, things you, to think about. You've got to factor those things in. It's the part one thing I, of the puzzle. The one thing I would say about the Utah thing, if that team is then going to Denver, be careful, because those are two high-altitude places. And it's, That's fine.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's not a black and white thing. Yeah, I'm just saying. But it's food for thought. It worked last night. I would just throw that out there. Watch your teams that play. Hey, the Lakers just got pounded and watch the Lakers next game. All right. Coming back, Mike Lewis from the Sunko is going to join us next on Sports video Radio. All right, back with you from the KSHP studios in Las Vegas, it's Sportsbook Radio, Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot, glad to be with you on the Sports Grid Radio Network, Sirius Channel 204. He's one of our favorites. All our guests are great, Stevie, all the Sportsbook directors, the insight we get from the other side of the counter. We are very fortunate. We are. Mike Lewis from the Suncoast, kind enough to join us here on a Thursday on Sportsbook Radio. Michael, we were talking in the first hour about this Russell Wilson thing with the Seahawks, and he throws out his little laundry list. Oh, yeah, I'll go to these four teams. This quarterback carousel is getting even more interesting by the minute.
3: Yeah, it is, and it's going to continue. Uh, you know, Deshaun Watson just came back out and said, "I," you know, he told the the new head coach, "I have no intention to play in for this team ever again." So, you know, it looks like he's going to be a goner and. Uh, you know, a lot of teams are uh, trying to make moves to uh, move up in the draft and uh, make sure they get one of the one of the four or five quarterbacks that'll be going early in the in the first round. And uh, the carousel is going to continue for uh, for a little while.
1: I wonder if he didn't hurt his own chances to a degree. At least these reports are out there. The four teams, what was it, Stevie? Cowboys, Bears, Saints, and Raiders. Raiders. Uh, by and he basically has control of the situation with the no trade clause, but by doing that, he he made it harder for Seattle to you know really pull something off, because now you've got a bidding war with four teams instead of maybe twenty teams that would have been interested.
3: Yeah, it's going to make it more difficult. Uh, you know, if it, 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 it's kind of it's kind of funny. I find that when these athletes say, you know, I I want to be traded, I want to be traded, but I'm only going to play for four other teams. Well, to me, it means they you know. They would like to be traded, but do they actually, you know, you know the grass isn't always greener in other places. That's why they limit it so much. And, you know, there's only so much you can do because there's no way Seattle's giving up Russell Wilson without a, a very big package coming back. And when you're limited, it's only four teams. And a lot of them teams just don't have the cap. And, uh, you know, you're only going to get so
1: much. It's funny, though, right? I mean, it went Rodgers, then Wilson, and now it's all quiet on the Rodgers front, but this thing's heating up.
3: Yeah, and you know, I, I highly doubt Aaron Rodgers after Aaron Rodgers' year that he had. And uh, you know, Green Bay has to understand. Hey, you know, we're only a player or two away from you know being there. Uh, you know, you, we we dump Rodgers and we're in a whole heap of trouble. So you know, I can't see him going anywhere. Uh, you know, Seattle, the same thing. It's going to be interesting. You know, I was seeing, I was looking at uh, some of the thoughts on what Watson would cost a team, and my gosh, they're talking Watson going to San Fran, and it was not only Garoppolo, but there's two of their starting defensive players and two, two ones, first, yeah, two ones, a two. I mean, it, it was it would gut their franchise. I mean, you know, Sean Watson better be Superman because. Uh, for everything they're giving up, you know, I don't, I not maybe not quite the Herschel Walker trade, but it'd be right behind it.
2: It's quarterback league, kids. Man, i i didn't I didn't hear that Watson potentially going to the Forty Nine ers. Have you heard any more? That, uh, Shanahan brought this up unprompted in a press conference. Brought up the name Matt Ryan. Any any more legs to that?
3: Well, yeah, I I think that's a very that, that is a possibility. You know, I just saw. Uh, I was reading this morning. I think it was maybe Mel Kiper. He, uh, one of his mock drafts, he has Atlanta moving up to two for a quarterback. And if so, I mean, you're going to use a number two pick odds are you're going to want that guy in there sooner rather than later. And if it's Wilson and they think he can start from day one and get some hands-on training, uh, you know, Matt Ryan is a backup. That's a hefty backup, uh, price tag to have. So that's a possibility. I mean, uh, Ryan had a great uh, a great span with uh, with Schottenheimer's is uh
2: yes, OC. So, yeah,
3: that, they had so they they, that, they that, do have that's history. A
2: possibility. It's possibility. again. It would probably take a lot though. It's going it's going to be along the lines of Watson to get him right. Atlanta's not well, giving no, him away. I, I, I Ryan don't, I don't wouldn't cost. So. Ryan no, wouldn't I, cost much. I think I think
3: I think Atlanta would lay – I mean, if they get a Wilson and they're going to play him, I think they just want to get rid of that salary then. Okay it yeah, put these yeah. around them. So I think no, I think uh if that's the case, I think San Fran could get uh Matt Ryan for a pretty uh pretty nice
1: package for themselves. The one thing the draft, Mike, just how it's changed over years. And I know you had all those years as a Lions fan, wide receiver after wide receiver. Well, we all remember the good guys, the busts. But the the incredible thing about the NFL draft now, it's great theater. And it's not just the draft Knicks. I think everybody's more into it because I was saying this to Stevie yesterday. It used to be first, second, third rounders. They make your team. Anybody after that was a crapshoot. And now it's a completely different animal where these fifth-round guys, sixth-round guys, in this era, not a boatload of them, but there are guys that actually end up not only making the team, some of them end up being starters or real significant guys in specialized situations. My God, even even undrafted free agents can have impacts. Yeah, and I think that uh, goes with the salary
3: cap because you know you, you you know you you get someone in the fifth, sixth, seventh round or an or, uh, undrafted player that you can bring in for the league minimum, and you're you know even if he can just contribute out on special teams, if you're playing the league minimum for a guy that. Uh, can contribute on special teams, the same as the guy that was drafted in the third round but hasn't made it, but you have him out there making bigger money, uh, you're going to go with the cheaper guy. So, And I think this year more than ever with the shortened football season, I think you're going to see uh, a lot of guys that probably could have moved up that draft board a lot uh, that aren't because they just didn't have a time to uh, showcase themselves that maybe fifth, sixth, seventh round picks or undrafted but they have as much talent, they just didn't get to showcase it for this year, that you're going to see making uh, teams. Uh, one thing you always, I always look at is after the draft, what teams go out there and sign undrafted free agents. I think you're going to see the list of uh, people get signed and invited to camp uh, is going to be incredible. There's going to be a big, a big fight for teams to get uh, some of these undrafted guys that uh, just didn't have the chance to showcase themselves this year.
1: What do you make of the quarterback draft class? I mean, Lawrence... You know, I guess you pencil him into the Jags, I would think. But I look at Zach Wilson, just, you know, the eyeball test, watching the guy. And it may take some time, you know, in terms of how quickly the light bulb goes off. But I look at him, he strikes me as kind of a Justin Herbert type.
3: <laughs> I agree. I think Zach Wilson is, uh, he's a prototypical type of NFL player. Uh you know, we really haven't seen a, a lot of a that Trevor Lawrence type of guy, uh, but I think he's he'll I think he'll be fine. But I I, I think Lawrence, uh, you know, he's going to have he's going to have to learn a little bit more. Uh, he's not going to have the best talent around him as he did in Clemson. Uh, you know, he's got to have to. He, I've seen him take some hits when he was running. He's got to you know learn how to protect himself. I think Zach Wilson, as far as stepping right in and. Uh, I think he's more NFL-ready just because of the way he plays the
1: game. Am I, cra- uh, am I crazy? We, you know, we've seen these drafts where you don't know. Uh, Mayfield went one. Darnold went, you know, then Darnold. Uh, Josh Rosen turned into nothing. Um, you know, it's such an inexact science. I'm just really curious. I could be completely wrong, but I don't know that Trevor Lawrence is the sure shot thing. I'm not saying he's Ryan Leaf yeah he just doesn't strike me as this automatically this guy is the the answer
3: no i it's going to be interesting for me when trevor lawrence gets there and you know basically going to be handed the job it looks like uh because he he does he's not going to have the talent that he did with you know on the clemson level because you know everyone's got the talent in the nfl but you know jacksonville doesn't have that type of talent i think I think Wilson slides right in, and he's pretty much NFL-ready just because of the system he was in. Uh, I still think Fields, uh, you know, it could take some time. We, we definitely know that uh, uh, Lance is going to take uh, a year or two at least uh, to learn uh, the NFL system after only playing a couple games this year. Then you got Mac Jones. That, yep. You know? Yeah, but we'll we'll see. Passer,
1: yep, we'll see how but, jo- we'll see how he, you know. s- he stacks up. He was surrounded by NFL talent exactly. at Alabama. More with Mike Lewis. We're talking hockey and hoops next on Sportsbook Radio. Keep it right here, Sirius Channel Two Hundred Four.
0: sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com
1: our friends over at john smith subs 9701 west flamingo golden knights game days wear any garb in there 10 percent off Friday, all the six and subs only five bucks, and over at Oasis, forty nine fifty five South Decatur, hey, the kitchen's open twenty four seven. You got the banquet room for all your fantasy drafts, all the cool stuff, and it's a great place. You make some new friends; you'll love it over at Oasis, forty nine fifty five South Decatur. Brian, blessing Stevie, Slapshot. Our buddy Mike Lewis from the Sun Coast is joining us. Hey, a little hockey talk with you, Mike. We love talking hockey with you. Uh, I'm starting to see it. Stevie agrees. These guys are starting to hate each other again it took a while but we're starting to see these games ratchet up from an intensity aspect
3: yeah you know they've got their feet under them and they uh you know they they're hitting you know the mid-season form and uh and i think quite frankly they're just getting tired of seeing each other <laughs> so i think uh definitely that uh the intensity's picking up and uh you know uh the, that that hit that you may have took that you didn't like a month ago uh Boy, you get you get to see that guy uh, quite a few more times, and you, you start to see that hatred. And it's you know it's kind of like uh, watching a bunch of playoff games.
2: It's the way I feel about Brian. Hey, uh, what what yeah. happened? What happened in Montreal? I mean, it, it, Julian shown the door. They're not playing well. That they they got off to a good start. What's happened, Mike? Oh, that's a good question. It kind of sort of like
3: just they they fell off they fell off the face of the earth here. Uh, you know, I my, I was a little surprised that they had such a short leash and uh, and got rid of them so quick. But uh, you know, they they didn't like the way they were playing, and uh, they uh, they they pulled the trigger. And now it's we'll see who they bring in.
1: Uh, well, they got this the Charm guy. I think he's the guy. I, I was this, wondering this, this situation, Mike. I think it's eerily similar to Gallant. when they fired Gallant here. That decision was made even before the start of the season. It had nothing to do with a four-game losing streak. You know, and it's almost like, well, so why'd you start the season with him? And I think they really like this Ducharme guy, but it it, it looks pretty cold when you had Julian, who had a heart issue up at the bubble, and Kirk Muller is like a longtime favorite of that organization. You know, they wanted this other guy. It's just an odd dynamic. I I can't think it was because based on their last eight games.
3: Yeah, and and the one thing that, you know, Canadians won't say – Uh, because of who he is. But, I mean, you know, sometimes your goalie has to be the best player. And
1: And he's not been.
3: Carey Price has not been the best player uh, by a long shot.
1: No, that goes without saying. The other thing, you talk about teams that are all of a sudden going on little mini Tootsie Rolls, and you're like, hey, wait a minute here. Uh, What's going on? The L.A. Kings have won six in a row. And Minnesota, who I think is a sneaky over team, they've scored five goals in their last three games. All of a sudden, the the West Division, which looked pretty doggone ordinary for the first 10-12 games, looking like it's a little deeper division than we thought.
3: Yeah, and and with the Kings, it's the opposite of what we just talked about with the Canadians. Uh, their, their, Their goalies are playing phenomenal, both of them. Uh, you know, they've been pretty much rotating them, uh, either one, you know, guys playing one or two games in a row and going to the next guy. Uh, but in this six-game winning streak, they're giving up about a goal a game, and that's it. Uh, so you're going to win a lot of games if you're only going to give up a goal a game, and these uh, goalies have been playing great. And, uh, you know, Drew Doughty, it looks like he's uh, he's healthy and playing great. And that top line for L.A. has just uh, been lights out. With uh, Kopitar and Brown, and these guys are just playing
1: phenomenal. And by the way, Quick and Peterson—I mean, Peterson's a solid backup too.
2: Yeah,
3: and you know, with the stats, I don't know if you call him a backup. Uh, it could be one-one-a really because uh, Peterson's uh, goal against and everything is better.
1: The, you know, other thing—I'm—I'm just—I'm looking at some of these teams, like the game tonight, game of the night of the NHL, and I don't know that it's a game I'd be running the bet on. I'd probably take the plus price, but Tampa Bay's kind of had their number, but these are the two teams that we thought Carolina and Tampa Bay, they're going to be a mid full all year long. And I really like this Carolina team. Uh, they got to find a way to not have Tampa Bay be their kryptonite, but that's a heck of a game tonight.
3: Yeah, it's going to be a really good game. Uh, yeah, Tampa Bay's playing some really good hockey. It looks like they're, uh, you know, they, they they not that they ever really had a Stanley Cup hangover. I mean, they've been at the top of the standings since uh, the beginning of the year, but uh, they, they've been playing real well. I think they've won seven of their last ten, and their defense is playing exceptional now. And, uh, you know, Stamkos is playing really well since uh, missing so much time last year. And Vasilevsky is Vasilevsky, and, you know, Tampa Bay is – yeah, and you're right, Carolina's got to find a way to get uh, get by Tampa Bay. But you look at that central. Uh, yeah, it, the bottom is not good, but the, uh, it, you'd be hard-pressed to find a better trio up top than right now who's playing his Panthers, Lightning, and Hurricane. They're all playing great hockey. You
1: know, the one thing I would say, this has got to stop. The NHL's got to jump in on this. The goalie information's been really sketchy at best this year. I mean, we're hearing it's McElhaney tonight. The backup for Tampa Bay, but I don't trust it. I mean, it's hard. It's you know, I'm not telling you who the goalie is. It's like not telling you who the starting pitcher is in a baseball game.
3: Yeah, it, 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 I agree. It's uh it it, it gets uh, frustrating. Uh, you know, Vasilevsky is going to need a is going to need a, a break somewhere because uh, McIlhenny's only played twice this year, so Vasilevsky's been uh, carrying. Uh, carrying the weight for this team and uh you know with a with a back-to-back situation tonight and tomorrow pick your poison you got you know or they put, or you know I, I think you could see macaAney tonight
1: Yeah. the one thing the golden Knights were supposed to play San Jose tonight game postponed so Vegas is actually getting a practice in which is a good thing when you can get a good solid practice in in this truncated schedule there are benefits but the biggest benefit, Stevie we said this yesterday Flurry gets a break. Right. And they've been riding him like Sea Biscuit. And all of a sudden, yeah, pain in the neck. We lose another game, we'll have to make it up down the road. But for Flurry to get him a break now probably reaps big rewards for them. No,
2: I I think it's huge because they they were gonna have to make a decision on on whether Dansk would go at some point or you know, what's up with Leonard, which I you talk about goalies and the, not announcing who the starter is. We're not getting any information on, on what the situation is with
1: Leonard or, or when he may be back. Yeah, that's an odd one. Mike, how about public teams in hockey? Since the Golden Knights arrived, hockey, the, the handle's gone through the roof. We know they jump all over the Golden Knights games. But, but what have you noticed any, any teams from your side of the counter Uh, That the people that are now educated and in, well, educated maybe is not the word. They're just into hockey now, and the handle continues to rise. Who are some of the other public teams other than the Golden Knights here in Vegas?
3: Uh, You know, the the teams they gravitate to are the teams that are up top. Uh, So you get, you know, you get your Bostons and Washingtons, and you get your your Tampa Bay. You know, they follow the better teams. That's who they they get their action on is uh, the the teams that are uh, doing the best.
2: I was always surprised in town that that hockey didn't get more play before Vegas got here because you have so many people here from Chicago, from Pittsburgh, from
1: Minnesota. You know what? The games weren't on TV. Okay. Right? Wasn't that a big part of it, Mike? The, the games just yeah, weren't on. That, I,
3: I think that's a big part of it, and a lot of you know the games aren't on, or you know uh, the, the, the the transplants from back east. You know, the, when the games are on, it's a four o'clock start, and a lot of people aren't at home uh, ready to watch TV at four o'clock. So I think it's a combination of both.
2: Well, now they have the mobile app, Mike, that they can, even if they're at work, they can take a, a minute and get, and get their wager in. Uh, that's no small no, no, thing. No,
3: definitely. Yeah. No, and, uh, and uh, the interest is there now. I mean, with Vegas uh, doing what they've done since they've been in the league, there's a lot of interest in hockey. And, uh, you know, you get, you get uh, the steady flow of uh, bettors uh, all day long uh, that are looking to bet hockey, even if Vegas isn't on the uh, schedule for that night.
1: How inflated in the NBA are the numbers getting on Utah?
3: Yeah, they You know, it's it's getting there. Uh, you know, the team's playing. You know, doing well. So I mean, it just it's it, it, it's bound to happen on any team that uh, you know is is doing doing what they're doing.
2: And and with the Anthony Davis injury, is it the opposite for the Lakers? Not as much action on the Lakers right now.
3: Or, well, the,
1: Lake, the, the Lakers are always going to get the action. Okay. But uh, I was going to say I, the I, house I, has got to love that, right? I mean, they're going to bet the Lakers no matter what.
3: Yeah, they, they, you know, it's sort of like uh, you know baseball season. You're always going to get the Yankees and Dodgers money, and it's sort of the same way in the NBA that the Lakers are going to get their money.
1: Do they ride the streaks, yeah, good or bad? Like Sacramento's falling off a cliff. I, I think they're live tonight in New York. I think they're the better team. They they can't get out of their own way. But uh, do they do they bet bet the streaks in in hoops? The way they sure do they in do. baseball?
3: Yeah. No, they they, they definitely do. Uh, you know, right now you, it, it's hard-pressed to find someone to bet the Kings or the Rockets, and it's uh, hard-pressed to find someone that doesn't have the Nets on their
1: tickets. Amen to that. All right, the Be Connected mobile app, it's got all the goodies, Mike, and the enhanced. Are you getting closer to getting the sports and the horse racing as you termed it, and it was a great way to term it, in the same wallet? Uh, it should be uh, coming up this
3: month or in, in March. Uh, hopefully hey, we can get it all done prior to uh, March Madness, but uh, I'll let you know. But we're we're looking at uh, sometime in uh, in March we'll uh,
1: have it all completed. All right, man. And the racing sports component on the Beacon connect mobile app. There's a boatload of graded stakes races at Gulfstream on Saturday. The Derby preps are going to start to kick in. It's going to be a great time of year for horse racing. Mike, always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you for doing this. All right, guys. Next, bud. Mike Lewis over at the Suncoast. You're coming in from out of town. Check it out at the corner of Alton Rampart. A great place. We love the local properties. Tomorrow we'll be at another one. Our good friend Chuck Esposito, Andy Isco, Bruce Marshall, Steve Carr. That'll be tomorrow on Sportsbook Radio. Love our weekends. And by the way, it's kind of in the cookie jar, but officially we'll be announcing. We're going to do Thursday, Friday. Friday is the start of March Madness or the NCAA tournament. You're going to be doing Thursday, Friday over at the Superbook at the Westgate, which will be great fun. And that's right around the corner. Keep it right here.
3: There's a pandemic going on out there. It's catchy. It's called The Wedding Edge. And the only place you can get it is right here. Get on the grid and stay there. We are the Sports Grid Radio Network.
4: New York City reopens public middle schools for in-person learning today for the first time since November. With a Sports Grid News Flash, I'm Susan King. The decision affects about 62,000 students who opted for in-person learning last year. 70% of the city's students have opted out of in-person classes altogether. They're going to learn from home for the rest of this school year. Los Angeles County deputies say they saw no evidence that golf star Tiger Woods was impaired by drugs or alcohol after Tuesday's rollover wreck on a downhill stretch of road known for crashes. The sheriff there says it was purely an accident. Conservatives looking for a way forward after the presidency of Donald J. Trump gather in Orlando today for the four-day conservative political action conference. With a SportsGrid News Flash, I'm Susan King. I'm Dr. Andrea Russo, a cardiologist. Maybe you're waiting to talk to your doctor right now. But if you're having an irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain, shortness of breath, fatigue, or lightheadedness, don't wait. This could be a serious condition like atrial fibrillation, which can make you about five times more likely to have a stroke. If you're having these symptoms, don't wait. Talk to a doctor by phone, online, or in person. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer.
1: All right, back with you from the KSHB Studios in Las Vegas, Sportsbook Radio on the Sports Grid Radio Network, Sirius Channel 204. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot. We're going to educate you here, Stevie. I'm ready. Got a smart guy. Got a smart guy coming up. Get my pen out. But the the medicine of sports, to a degree, uh, we're going to dive into. Uh, He's a dear friend. It's funny how small a world it is. Uh, Dr. Nick Spiritos, who lives now in Las Vegas, I've known for well over thirty years. He's worked with my brother in cancer research forever and a day. We've gotten to know each other. He's in San Francisco for many years and been in Vegas for a long time. And is a really, really smart guy. We thought we'd call on him on Tiger Woods and his return to play. And the NFL, something they're working on. But first of all, and he's a really sharp sports better, Nick Spiritus. Hi Nick, how you doing? Hey,
5: Brian. Been great, and thanks for having me.
1: All right, sir, listen, Exciting. the the Tiger Woods deal, just in, in maybe not exactly your area of expertise, but when any time you have compound fractures and infections and all the things that can go with that, what do you believe the the first priority and the major concerns are just for his recovery? Let's not talk about golf, just, just for safety's sake that this guy's got quality of life.
5: I, I was really happy to hear that they did what was called the fasciotomies, where they cut open the skin and the superficial muscles. Um, They did that very quickly. And that's actually something we face in cancer surgery as well, that if you don't open those those compartments up, you get compression of the nerves and the blood vessels. And not only do you lose function, but you possibly lose the limb. And they acted they were incredibly smart and prompt in the fasciotomy. And
1: I mean, that's that's no joke, right? I mean, I mean, we know no. what happened with Alex Smith. We saw what. happened. But I mean, he he Tiger was in serious peril. I mean, you weren't in the, in that room. But I mean, honestly, when he went in there, I mean, he could have been in danger of losing one of the limbs,
5: right? Absolutely, absolutely, was at risk. And and there's often a reluctance, particularly with, you know, a well-known athlete or a famous person to not do what you might want to do medically because it looks bad, you know, the The leg is open, it's splayed open, you, so there's this tendency sometimes to reduce what you might really want to do because they're so famous, and it was great to see that they did that immediately.
1: And I know it's one of the true treats in your life, you treat yourself, uh, you work hard, and you, you go to the master's. Almost every year, you've seen him strut around Augusta and just that that prowess he has, and yeah. you've been up close and seen him play. Yeah.
5: And I have, and I've actually with, you know, I have a good friend named Jerry Rice, and I've you know, I've actually had the opportunity to hit a few balls with him. So it, 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 this the idea that he's—I think he'll be back. Frankly, you know, I think you you watch world-class athletes like him and Jerry recover they're they're not us. They're uh, they're made differently. They think differently, and they re- react differently. So, so how about
1: the how about the how about the shattered ankle? Now that just we're putting that back together.
5: I, the, the ankle is going to be the biggest problem, Mary, in terms of the the amount of torque. You you play golf. You know how much torque it can be um, on that on that ankle, and that could be the biggest problem for him. But, but I he. I know it sounds like he's old in terms of sports, but with the different technologies available today, particularly with stem cells, um, in terms of bone rejuvenation, uh, they are light years away, ahead of where they were even 20 years ago.
1: So, All right, listen. Now, you're involved yeah, we, with the Uzu CBD+, Plus, <laughs> and, and, and we're thrilled <laughs> to have you on board uh, as part of the show, and, and we'll tell the folks about that in a minute. But the, the fact of the matter is, this is a is, – it's the future and the NFL finally being adaptable. I would just say this, Nick. I, I'll go all the way back to the days – I mean, go back to the early 80s, first covering uh, the Bills. The, the, the guys would be down and hurt on the field. The team doctor would be running out. Some of these guys would be running for the hills. You know, I mean, you had staph infections or you'd know, shoot them up and get them out there at all costs. They fought yep. chiropractors like the plague I had a chiropractor there I had two guys cripple me. one guy saved my life. I had a slip disc and I used to be in agony. I found the right guy and he fixed me. they would the NFL would not even look at chiropractors and there was a, the funny the story when the Giants beat the bills in Super Bowl 25 Landetta launched a monster pun in that game. And in the locker room after the game, they they had the chiropractor who gave Landetta a treatment at halftime over their shoulders. But the NFL would never embrace stuff like this. And now they're actually looking at the CBD as a, and doing research on this as an alternative to help these guys get the hell off the opioids.
5: Yep. And two years ago in Chicago, our group presented the first major paper using THC and CBD to reduce the use of opiates in chronic pain patients. And we showed in 25 patients a 75% reduction in opiate use. And six out of 25 patients kicked the opiates altogether. And this is a published paper. You know, I had the fortunate uh, history of knowing your brother and learning a lot about clinical research from him. But we we have published results in these first 25 patients showing that we can reduce opiate use by 75%. It,
1: it's stunning. It's, it's, it's remarkable to hear something like that. And then you mentioned for many years you've been, and I've had the good fortune to meet him through you, you're very good friends with Jerry Rice, and you guys would do various things together and have actually worked in concert with projects uh, with the NFL. And you know, the processes you have to go through, but it seems like they're much more flexible and adaptable in this day and age.
5: Finally, they're, they're, they're coming into the uh, you know, 21st century. They're, they're making their move. And it's, it's about time because look, Park Davis and Eli Lilly produced uh, commercially cannabis products back in the 1920s and 30s. It's those same companies that got rid of those products so that they could push their opiate product through. And and that's where the illegality came about. But these products were made commercially. There were over a thousand products made. Park Davis, Eli Lilly had cannabis products for pain back in the 30s. And they, they're in all their catalogs.
1: <laughs> well, well, again, what, what is it about it, Nick? Um, even before seeing getting your product, um, I for about a year now, over a year and a half, and this, the Uzu product's brand new. My knee chirps and flares up if I don't wear a brace when I golf, and it's it's unbelievable. You you, you swipe the stuff on, on the knee, and bam, it calms down. Just the other night, using your lotion, my shoulder was barking. I put the lotion on inside two minutes; it wasn't even a thing anymore.
5: Well, because there's actually underlying science, Brian there there are receptors there's let's look at it, two sets of receptors there's opiate receptors for pain and then there are cannabinoid receptors and if your if your pain is modulated through that cannabinoid receptor pathway this materi- this is going to work for you and there are going to be studies that are randomized and properly done as they should be but the reality is it, when it works, if you're modulated through that pathway, it's going to work. And those those pathways and those receptors have been well-documented in the scientific literature, and now it's just a matter of getting that translated into the general public and into, into acceptance.
1: Okay, so could this so, be a game-changer for NFL players when every hit's a car accident? Um, it, is it a short-term relief thing, or or, or does it— does it help you know for like several days, or is it, is it its it, the, its main thing is to calm it down instantly?
5: It it does both. So the initial it is it is a pure and clear. It is anti-inflammatory, and to the extent that pain is related to the inflammatory condition, this will you will respond and you'll respond. I, I take our yuzu product every day. I take it three times a day for my arthritis. Now, is, there, is that a medical indication um, from the FDA? No, but it works for me. And I take it three times a day. But we've also done something different than other CBD companies, and that's why we're CBD+. Plus. We've added chondroitin, glucosamine, MSM, as well as the CBD, because we want every possible mechanism of action to work to improve your joints, your, your general health, your joint health and wellness, as well as the anti-inflammatory effect.
1: The, the, I guess the one thing I would just ask, does this become yeah. a game changer that all sports teams in time, you know, it's, it doesn't have the intoxication aspect of it, obviously, with the CBD, but does this become the thing of the future for all sports teams?
5: I think it will become the future. I I think the idea the addictive potential is almost zero. The uh, the mind altering uh, changes don't exist. So whereas opiates, you know, maybe we should go back to a few years ago with another you know accident that occurred. But people on opiates, they're intoxicated differently than alcohol, but they're still intoxicated. CBD CBD does not cause intoxication.
2: Doctor Nick. You're not- I've, I've, I've used CBD on, on my aches and pains and have noticed no side effects at all whatsoever. Is that the case? And, and the NFL would want to use it for that reason also, right?
5: They, they should want to use it for that reason. And if you keep your dosing under 900 milligrams a day, which, which is huge, there's no product out there that is dosed like that. Under 900 milligrams a day, there's been no toxicity noted in the medical literature.
1: All right. It's Uzu CBD Plus, And if you use the promo code blessing, you get 10% off your uh, first order in free shipping of orders of more than a hundred dollars or more. Go to it's Uzu, Y-U-Z-U, Uzu CBD plus.com. And Nick is a real sharp sportsman. And, and, and honestly, you're going to be our go-to guy for medical injuries and things in, in, in relation to sports coming up. But I'd love uh, the, to be there for you. Jeff. No, you're you're the man. Uh, but you're a terrific sports better. You do great in all the the, the big football contests in town. But uh, we've been talking about this football off season and the quarterback carousel uh in the the kids coming out. This is gonna be a very intriguing off season in the NFL. I have already put
5: a bet in on the Rams.
1: Oh Hey, by the way, Stations has Matthew Stafford over twenty over under twenty eight and a half touchdown passes.
5: I think Matt. I, I think Matthew Savage is going to be um, not an average quarterback. I think he's going. To, I think he's going to the Super Bowl with him. Hello, I don't know about Super Bowl, Nick.
1: I'm rooting for you, but I took the over twenty eight and a uh, uh, half. I'm with you. By the way, we only we got about up front. we got about forty seconds, Nick. But you're the guy. He's the guy that told me one day we were watching the the championship games, and there was a holding penalty in the first series of the game. He said there won't be another holding penalty the rest of the day, and it tr- proved out to be the case in the championship games this year, Nick. They never called holding. You got to the Super Bowl, and they called holding on the Chiefs the whole game long.
5: Correct, but. but. But what they, what they don't call, as you know, through the entire playoffs, there, there will not be. One holding on the offensive line on passing plays. They just simply don't call them.
1: Watch for that down the road. He he, he told me that about seven years ago, and it's unbelievable. They just don't call. Nick, thank you for doing this. Greatly appreciate it. Thank you, guys. It. All right. Take care. Nick Spiritsos. Now, so we got a little go-to information when we have sports injuries and things of like that. Glad to have him on board with us on Sportsbook Radio. We're racing to the top of the hour. Scott Farrell's coming up on Sirius 204. We will come back. Stevie looks like he's thinking – Yep, there's a crease in his forehead. Stevie's thoughts (laughs) coming up next on Sportsbook Radio.
0: Sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com.
1: Back with you here, Sportsbook Radio. Taking it to the top of the hour. Scott Farrell on Series 204 is coming up next. Locally, Vegas Hockey Hotline. Our buddy Dave Shane will join us, being reporter for the Golden Knights from the Review Journal. You can listen to that. Live functions, KSHP.com. All the show links I'll put out on my Twitter at Brian Blessing. Follow my pal Stevie at Stevie Slapshot. You put two half wits together, you get a full wit. Every now and again, something good's on Twitter. What do you got? One full wit here mm-hmm. with you
2: this afternoon. So, uh, Pat Forty of ESPN reporting that for the NCAA tournament, they're going to have the, the 68 that they normally have with the with the play-in uh, games there. They're going to add uh, 69, 70, 71, and 72 on standby. So, if some team in the first round comes down with a, a COVID issue and they don't have enough players or, they, or the NCAA doesn't want them playing you know, against another team, and, uh, and spreading the thing, uh, those extra four, one of those extra four teams will step in and take that spot.
1: That's the only way it can be done, Steve. It's only the first round, right? If you, yes. you can't be plopping somebody in into round two because somebody – Correct. Anything beyond that – I don't know if they actually said this, but it makes sense. Anything beyond that I didn't would have it. to be a forfeit. Right. I didn't see them say that, but it, no, that wouldn't be right because
2: the other team would have one to advance to the second round. You can't just have a team step in there. I, I, I wouldn't think that they would allow that. But in the first round, they've got four extra
1: teams. I hope, I mean, sincerely hope, they can pull it off. They'll I pull, think it's going to be, it could be sketchy, kid. I mean, a lot of college hoops teams on a nightly basis. They're, they're having issues. I think they'll pull it off,
2: Brian. There, uh, there could be a team or two that, that'll have to leave Indianapolis, but I think they'll pull it off.
1: All right, good stuff. Uh, thanks to Mike Lewis, Dr. Nick Spiritos. Uh, we thank you for joining us. We'll be back again tomorrow out at Sunset Station. Don't forget the STN mobile app. to get the up to a $500 bonus when you sign up. And honestly, if you're coming to Vegas, make it a point. When you get to Vegas, get a couple of the apps. You can yes. shop for numbers while you're here, and it's convenient. and You don't miss a start time. Uh, it is the wave of the future. It is the sportsbook in the palm of your hands. We're thrilled to be with you. Hope you're having a great day. Thanks for joining us on the Sports Grid Radio Network. And Serious Channel 204. Vegas Hockey Island coming up next. Locally, Scott Farrell, Top of the Hour Series 204.
2: Look, you have a simple choice. Keep listening.